Good morning, Eastside family. I love you. Happy New Year. At this time, I'd like to uh, dismiss our kids age 4 through 5th grade to junior worship. If you would proceed this direction, our kids ministry staff would be happy to welcome you to junior worship. You know, we are so blessed, and I know this Christmas I have felt so blessed uh, with material possessions and so many wonderful things that God has given us. We also know with great blessing comes great responsibility. So we have a number of different ways that you can contribute and give back to God for his kingdom work here and around the globe. And uh, the slide will show you those ways that you can uh, give back. We have baskets in the back for our visitors on your way out if you want to contribute. This morning, I would like to share some of my own reflections as one of your shepherds uh, on this past year. And I would also like to have some prayerful expectation of what we might be as a church family in this new year. As I look back personally on my life in this past year, I am so grateful to God for the redeeming love that Jesus Christ has for each and every one of us here, each and every day. I am mindful that we have so many gifts from God, and one of those is our health. And make no mistake, as you get older, you are more and more dependent on God for your health. I myself this year just found out that I'm not only dealing with a bad shoulder, but now I have a bad heart as well. And we're working through those procedures to get everything better for me. But I know that God is a great healer. And I know that he loves each and every one of us. And I pray that he will shower his blessings of healing on this church family, all of those who are struggling with health issues. Your elders are mindful of that. Your elders pray for you constantly for your health and well-being. I thank God for his great love and his great mercy. And I'm thankful for my own family, for my darling wife, Jamie, for all of our young adults, and especially for our grandkids. It has been a great joy, especially this week, to play with the three-year-old and, and the uh, uh, nine-year-old and just enjoy them and, and love them and have fun with them. Do not take for granted the time that we have on this earth or the blessings of family and friends. I'm thankful that God continually provides for my family daily. Are you mindful? Have you been mindful in this last year of how much God has given to you? Do you think about each day as you get up the blessings that God bestows upon you daily? I hope that you do, and I hope that you will, because we all need to be dependent on our Savior for our salvation and on our God for our well-being as his disciples. And I finally, I pray that I will be a good steward of all that God has given me. And I pray that you will too, family. We have so much in this country. And I hope that you are mindful each day of the blessings that God gives you materially, that you are generous with all that you have, and that you seek ways that you can help those around our world who are in need. As I look back on our church family over the past year, I'm grateful to God for the great unity and love that's on display here at Eastside. Church family, I mean this as one of your shepherds from the bottom of my heart. You are a loving church. 
You seek out new, new uh, faces that you don't know, and you welcome them. And I pray that as we continue in this new year of 2022, we will continue to be a loving church, and we will continue to display great unity as his body of believers here at Eastside. I give God praise for sustaining us through a difficult pandemic. This has not been an easy last year or even the year before, and we're not quite through this yet. I am thankful for your patience as a congregation with your elders and the decisions we've tried to make to medically keep this church as safe as we can. And I, and I look forward to the time, as has been stated, when this pandemic is behind us and we can all meet in unity and in person here at church as much as possible. I pray for all of our church family who are struggling with health issues, and I ask you to be mindful of that and look at your bulletins often and, and lift up a prayer for those in our church family that you know are hurting. Um, that, that does so much. We all need to be prayer warriors. Your elders are in prayer at our elders' meetings constantly for your health and your well-being, but you as a church family have a responsibility to pray for each other, and I pray that you will in this new year. I, rejo- uh, I am mindful of... Uh, those in our church family who we've lost in this last year. And I would ask the church family to put an arm around and a hug and and be mindful of those who are still grieving the loss of loved ones. That's not an easy thing, and it doesn't just end uh, shortly after the departure of their loved one. I also rejoice. I rejoice for those who have put on their Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and are willing to become his child and his disciple. I'm grateful for our wonderful staff, for all of our ministries, and we have many of them, our ministry leaders who do so much work behind the scenes for those ministries. I'm thankful for our governance council who helped keep the upkeep and and the sustainment of our building and, and our ability to worship here. I'm thankful for our finance committee. I'm thankful for all of our life groups and our life group leaders. Church family life groups are essential And it's a good way for you to grow spiritually and connect with other members of this church. If you're not in a life group, it would be my prayer this year that you make that commitment to grow closer to some of the families that are here at Eastside. And lastly, and I just want to give a shout out. I'm just so thankful for our missionaries. Kimball and Lisa, I love you. Nathan and Amoya girls, I love you. We all love you. And we're so thankful for the kingdom work that's being done in many places around the globe. As I look forward, the things I would like to change in my own life, improve, resolve to do or commit to God, or to use my time and talents more effectively for his kingdom. In Luke 9.23 we read, And then he said to all of them, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me. Lord, help me to pick up my cross daily and follow you as your disciple to seek and save the lost. Church family, I'm going to ask you to do something. Raise your arms up with me and repeat what I just said. Lord, help me to pick up my cross daily as your disciple and seek and save the lost. Amen, church? I ask the Lord to help me to be loving to my family 
for all of us to be loving as a church family, that we may spread his word in this community and in the greater world. As I look forward to the future for our church here at Eastside, my prayer to God and vision for our church family in this new year is that we display the same love to each other that Jesus Christ has displayed to us. Eastside family, how I desire for us to have a greater unity and a greater purpose in 2022. I desire unity of all the believers at Eastside so that we can truly be Jesus' church, not only in the community of Colorado Springs, but in our mission fields in Guatemala, in Zambia, in Angola, in Mexico, and in the Sioux Nation and the Dakotas. There's so many souls that need to be touched, church family, and we have a new year and a new opportunity to be Jesus' hands and feet to a world that is hurting. May we each long to be more Christ-like in our behavior, in our attitudes, in our love for one another in this new year. Church family, will you commit with me to being more of a disciple in this new year? It's not enough to just put on the name Christian. We have a responsibility to be a disciple, to be dependent on Christ, to pick up our cross daily and to serve others to spread the gospel, the good news, to a world that needs it so desperately. And finally, I pray that you will be in your Bibles reading more in this next year. We can't be a good disciple if we aren't in his word. And I'll add to that, we need to be in Bible classes when Bible class opportunities are there for us. If we're going to be his disciples, we have to know his word so that we can spread his word. I love you. May God bless each and every one of you in this new year. Thank you. Good morning. Boy, I, I'm like Chris, uh, Kevin Knight. Good morning. Oh, that's much better. Uh, now that Bob took all of my material, I'm not sure what I'm going to do. No, I have plenty. First of all, uh, I'm like part two, so I'm supposed to bring it on home to you today. So uh, as we're looking back, as we move forward, I have a few thoughts about my family, my church family, my work life, and how we all fit it in. It's unbelievable. Even though it's a COVID year, it is absolutely amazing what we were able to accomplish. And I thank God for that because I think he was really at work this whole time. So we survived this year, and I'd just like to take time to uh, say hello to the people at home today, uh, live streaming, uh, Mary and John Muth. Uh, we've got two Barbaras, two Barbaras at home today, uh, one just recently with torn ligaments in her knee, and uh, we're talking uh, Gary and Laura Geiger. Think of those people, Jim and Marilyn Tabor, the Samsels. There's so many that are not here, but they are here. They are here with us. And uh, I, uh, I have sort of have a mantra a lot of times that this 90 minutes that we're together is about edification and uplifting. It's not really worship. Your worship begins when you leave this building and you make yourselves spiritually sacrificial. 
That is your spiritual act of worship. It's in the Bible. It says it. I believe it. So this is great that we're together and we're together on live stream, but it's when you go out because that's a great commission. So we have a... We've had many changes over the year. I've had uh, my three grandgirls move to Maryland. Doesn't, isn't that horrible? They moved to Maryland. We thank God for FaceTime at least. But uh, we've had many changes in my family. Um, I, I just, I feel such a responsibility and I took a sabbatical last year because I felt like I wasn't putting family first. And I think you all need to know that your family is first. It's a scriptural thing since the beginning of time, since Adam, that we need to take care of our family. We need to provide. I need to provide for my family. And uh, as you see these pictures, these are, I think, most of my family. Uh, my parents have passed away, and, and, and my aunts and uncles. I have no aunts and uncles. My parents were only children. So, but, I, but my grandparents, boy, they procreated. I have so many of them, but they've gone on to heaven now too. So uh, just think when we uh, provide for my family, scripture is clear about our responsibility who lead the church family. And, and scripture says it, if anyone does not know how to manage his own family, how can he take care of God's church? And he was telling Timothy that. And I take that to heart. I really take that as a, a, I have that responsibility that how could I take care and manage all my family if I'm not willing to, to come here with a clear conscience and take care of you. And uh, I, I do not take this lightly at all. And as I've got plenty of pictures, so I will tell you, that's my dad on the left, Bernie, and that's my son, Justin, that's my grandgirls. That's my son, William, when he came home from Afghanistan. That's my beautiful mother who died when she was 49 years old, tragically, of a heart attack. And uh, that's my stepbrothers. And there, there they are. That's my family. And unfortunately, they are uh, spread around the country, Houston and Maryland. And uh, we have a couple that are working today at home. Uh, and my wife is out with the equine family, <laughs> our horses. So... Uh, so that's where the rest of the family is today. And my sister Betty Jean, she, she saw all the pictures and all the loveliness and heard all about you. So she came here and joined our congregation and moved to Colorado Springs. And I'm thankful for that. And she was baptized recently. So that, that's taking care of your family. Family first. So um, looking back uh, through the storms of life at home, at church, I still believe God was with us. He was absolutely here. Um, I have so many pictures. I have 10,000 pictures on my phone. So if I didn't put you in there today, please, it wasn't anything personal. I just didn't have enough room on the slides. It took me quite a long time just in looking at these pictures to, uh, to find some to put up there today. Um, I'm, I'm not using the same format that Eddie strictly told me to follow because... I just never do that. I'm terrible. <laughs> Much better at leading than following. But so looking back, again, I stress that God was with us. Um, Bob mentioned uh, his health issues, and I will mention something. Many of you know I kind of had a thing with my horse and broke six ribs. 
And uh, Eric Dormandy right now is home with four ribs broken. He couldn't keep up with me. Um, he was hiking with General Whiting. He couldn't break six. He only broke four. But while they were checking my ribs, they found, Bob, they found a heart problem with me too. I'm going to a cardiologist on Tuesday and I have some issues, Jim. <laughs> I have some issues. Now we're all being one big family, Jake. Thank you for your advice. But pray for me Tuesday that uh, uh, everybody assures me that they've got miraculous things today, what they do with your heart. But if it wasn't for the cracked ribs, I wouldn't have found out about my heart. So God was there <laughs> as I was falling off my horse. Well, actually, I was jumping off my horse. So uh, we have... Uh, We've had so many times, I think about other things, about how, how many things that, and even, even during COVID, that we uh, served together. We served so together, even in the time where we were trying to be separate. Um, scripture's clear about the many blessed times that we served together. Thank you. <laughs> so this Psalm 133 says, how good and pleasant it is when brothers and sisters live together in unity. It is here that the Lord bestows his blessings, even life evermore. And I think that's really important that we serve together. And you know our mantra by now, us shepherds, connect and serve. But see, and I didn't hear that again. And I'm going to ask this one more time. See, I said nobody would be sleeping today. So anyway, the, uh, it's really important. And I, I just reflected, looking at Facebook and other social media, how much we were still able to accomplish, even though we had this pandemic. And let me tell you, that was a hard time for your elders all year. Um, do we open? Do we not open? We'll get emails saying, you, how, you can't open. COVID's there, and we'd have, why are you not opening? You know, it was such a struggle, but through God's grace and, and prayer, we really believed that we needed to take care of the vulnerable first, first and foremost. And if that meant closing and just going live stream, we did it. And then as people got vaccinated, we reassessed it. It was, it was a challenging time to be a leader in the church. And unfortunately, uh, some are still not here because they're very vulnerable, like uh, Karen and David Gibson. I can't wait to the day we can have them back among us. But she's just very, very uh, fragile in a fragile state. So there's so many people. And Laura Geiger also has, has got very uh, immune issues that, that we, don't, we wouldn't want to hurt her by her having her here. So certainly I've realized how much we've done together as a church family. Small groups have been been, as Bob said, essential to keep tabs on each other. And it's not like a crossroads movement or some other strange thing. It's very account, we're accountable to each other. If we really care about each other and small groups was absolutely the way we can accomplish this. And I, I was assigned instead of, for years I've been in the people not in a life group leader. And uh, not in a life group leader was really the largest group. But now I have the White Law Group. Then they actually talk to me and they invite me to lunch. And it's really cool. 
It's really great, but it's really, it's wonderful. I call them my section because my section has, has the Whitelaws, the Schnodhurst, the Smiths, the Samsels, the Reeves. I mean, I know them, and there they are. They have plaques on the back of their seats. Not really. But, uh, but this new year, I really look forward to even helping each other even more today. And as you can see, that there's so many pictures of us serving. It's crazy. So I'm going to shift my thing to about being accountable to one another. And I say that in Proverbs it says, as iron sharpens iron, so one man, and I'm sorry, in the 1984 I think it says people sharpen each other. So we can add, you know, we can make it a equalitarian in, in nature. So one man sharpens another. He who tends a fig tree will eat the fruit, and he who looks after his master will be honored. As water reflects a face, so a man's heart reflects the man. And I will tell you that uh, in, in looking at my pictures, I look at very special moments in, in these slides. And as you can see, there's uh, Eddie White is a character, and that's why I love him so much. He's from Tennessee, I'm from New Jersey, but we are so like-minded. We like to pal around. We like to have fun. Now, there's nowhere in the Bible that says that we can't have fun, right? Is there? It's, if, you, if you tell me, I'll, I'll believe you if you show me. But, uh, and then there's some precious, member Danny Henderson? He also broke ribs and a wrist when he fell off his horse. I have some really close friends. But up there, um, is there... Is, is Eric Lewis? Yeah, Eric Lewis on the bottom, a third to the right. One time we went pig hunting and I sat in a blind with him for hours and he gave me such a hard time because I talked. I have never spent more than four minutes before that with Eric Lewis. I had so much built up to talk to him about and he's like, don't talk to me. And I just love him. And you know what? That's going to be for life for life. We'll have that little moment together. But those are the moments. See, that's, he was sharpening me like I was, it's a blade of steel after that. I really did. And uh, he is quite the hunter. He can be quiet for hours and just look, stare at his phone, look up, nothing going on. But I, I, I just love, that was my really special moment as iron sharpens iron. And of course, fooling around with Eddie is always fun. We go visit people. You know, uh, it, there's nothing better than just calling up Eddie or calling up somebody and say, let's, let's go visit George. Let's go, you know, and, you know, we had such great times doing that. And that's what we're called to do, right, is to be together, to sharpen each other. So I'm really, uh, I am really blessed for that, for that hap happening in my life. All you people, that is. And as far as our visitors, I, I really noticed today, I was telling Mike Nichols, we have a lot of new people here. So if it takes us five years to come in and say hi, how, when you've been here and you've been here five years, we apologize in advance. But you can always seek us out. There's only eight of us. There's 200, 300 of you. So seek us out so we can get to know you better. It's really important. So... Um, it's really important that we help each other. Looking to the forward, uh, Philippians 2, 1 to 4. So you know this. This is a really popular scripture, Philippians. 
I, I am so glad that the Philippians wrote Paul so he could respond. Because we would never have this if he didn't get a letter from the Philippians to say, hey, so if there is any encouragement in Christ, any comfort from love, any participation in the Spirit, any affection and sympathy, complete my joy by being of the same mind, having the same love, being full of accord and one accord and one mind. Do nothing from full, uh, selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look at not only your own interest, but also the interests of others. And that just leads to what we do here. That's what we've been doing. You know, and I, I'm just, we're so blessed. And so I will go on and say that therefore, everyone who has been called, uh, been, been all the more diligent to confirm your calling and election. And that's what the scripture we were talking uh, sort of about today is to make sure, make sure that you're going to be with the saints and angels on that day. For if you practice these qualities, you will never fall. For in this way, there will be richly provided for you an entrance into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So it's really important that this component of helping each other, serving with one another, it's got to be intrinsic in your heart. And there's a lot of cathartic moments for you when you do that. Absolutely. This way we have the assurance, we have the feeling, the right track. We can accomplish this by getting, getting back to the basics. And uh, we, look, we look towards a Torah which are the first five books of the Bible. I always find it entertaining when we read the uh, letter to Timothy, when he says, all scripture is God-breathed. What scripture is he talking about? Of course he's talking about the Torah because there wasn't really any other scripture at that time. So I believe that everything that we need for life and godliness is in those first five books of the Bible. I, I truly believe that with all my heart. That that's where, that's where we need to begin. And a few weeks ago, uh, myself, Bob, and uh, Alan Austin were in, were in uh, interrogation in the shepherding class. And someone asked us, well, what are we going to do in 2022 uh, to move this church forward? And I, and I brought up the fact that we need to get back into the Word of God. I mean, I, I'm 62 years old, and I've, I was... Uh, I was in a five-foot hole with a young man on uh, Friday afternoon. We were actually replacing a water hydrant. And we were in there, and every time he asked me a question, I answered it with Scripture. I, I just couldn't believe it. I don't know where it came from. It just popped in there. But not really, because we study. In Acts 17.11, anybody know that by heart? Acts 17.11. Now the Bereans were more noble than the Thessalonians because they studied the scripture daily to see what Paul said was true. Do we do that? Eddie, do we do that? I'm wondering if we do that for Eddie. The book of Jude, right? Did we really, you know, did we go study the scripture daily to see what Eddie said was true? Because I mean, it was a very short book and it was at least five months that he was talking about it. Not, not to be a clown about it, but honestly, I think for 2022, as, as, Paul, as Bob stated, that we need to get back into the Word of God. It will, come, it, will, it will come out of your mouth. It will come in your mind, your thoughts and minds. And I've got plenty of scripture to back it up, but I really believe that we need to commit to the Word of God. So I would like you to, uh, 
to work with me here. And I'm going to say the first part of that scripture, and I want you to recite the, the bold part. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, and everyone will join me, to him be the glory in the church and in Jesus Christ throughout all generations, forever and ever. And the church said, Amen. Amen. Well, let me tell you, we, uh, we're wrapping this up, and I think this praise team can come back up now. It would be an appropriate time. I didn't cue the uh, mark on this, but uh, my hope and prayer is that we get into the Word together, we serve together, connect grow and serve. I know you know it. You didn't sleep through it. That we need to connect. Please, if I haven't met you yet, I'm sorry. I, I, I don't have, I have a leash here. Um, if I didn't meet you yet, I look forward to meeting you. Let's connect. Let's grow in scripture and love for each other. And let's serve as the, as the master Jesus Christ served. Let's stand and sing. Hey, I'm Eddie White, the senior minister for the Eastside Church of Christ. Sure want to thank you for joining us today on our podcast. I hope today's message was indeed a blessing to you. I'd like to invite you to browse our website at eastsidesprings.com to get more information or to contact us. And as always, we indeed welcome you to join us for our worship service in Colorado Springs as we seek to live out Jesus' mission of making disciples of all nations.